Psalm 79, a psalm by Asaph. God, the nations have come into your inheritance and they have defiled your holy temple and laid Jerusalem in heaps. They have given the dead bodies of your servants to be food for the birds of the sky, the flesh of your saints to the animals of the earth. They have shed the blood like water around Jerusalem. There was no one to bury him. They have become a reproach to our neighbours. Sorry, we have become a reproach to our neighbours, a scoffing and derision to those who are around us. How long, Yahweh? Will you be angry with us forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that don't know you, on the kingdoms that don't call your name. For they have devoured Jacob and destroyed his homeland. Don't hold the iniquities of our forefathers against us. Let your tender mercies speedily meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, where is their God? Let it be known among the nations before our eyes that vengeance for your servant's blood is being poured out. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you according to the greatness of your power. Preserve those who are sentenced to death. Pay back to our neighbours seven times into their bosom the reproach, their reproach, with which they have reproached you, Lord. So we, your people and sheep of your pasture, we give you thanks forever. We praise you forever to all generations. So this is a psalm of Asaph as well, but this is not written by the Asaph that was alive at the time of David but written by the man, or it could have been several men, later in the choir of Asaph at the time that Jerusalem was destroyed by the Babylonians. So, so Jerusalem is attacked by Babylon. Babylon comes in, Nebuchadnezzar, and he flattens the city. The, the city is in ruins. It says in verse 3, they've laid Jerusalem in heaps. And the temple is burnt and destroyed. And Asaph is all upset about this. God, how could you let this happen to your own temple? And he writes this song. And um, this song, I'm just reading what I've got written here. It's been labelled by some people a funeral song for a nation. So, you know, when people die, we often sing a sad song or we often read a sad poem. Well, this psalm has been called a funeral psalm or a funeral song for the nation of Judah. Now, it's very interesting that when the Babylonians came in and destroyed Jerusalem, the day of its final destruction was, in the Jewish calendar, the 9th of Av. They have different months, you know, like Kislev. And, or they have all their own months. They have, they have um, 12 months, but they also have a leap month. The Jewish calendar is an interesting calendar. But the day that this happened was the 9th day of Av. Years later, when Jerusalem was destroyed again by the Romans, which day was it destroyed? Also, the 9th of Av. So the, it's, it's like a day of double catastrophe. And I also read somewhere, I think when we were doing the Esther videos, that the day that Haman proclaimed his decree against all the Israelites, I'm pretty sure from memory, that was also the 9th of Av. So this particular date in the Jewish calendar, it's like a, you know, a day of sorrow. It's a day when in all the worst things that ever came upon Israel, all in one day. Now, the 9th of Av doesn't line up with any particular date in our calendar, and because their calendar changes because of the moon, the 9th of Av is on a different day in different years. But Jewish people, 
uh, at least observant ones, they tend to know their own calendar and they know when that day is. So when it comes around, apparently, this is the psalm that they read, Psalm 79. It starts out with God, the nations have come into your inheritance. In an NIV version, I, say, I think it says the nations have defiled your, or the nations have invaded your inheritance. So the inheritance is the thing that belongs to God, which is God's people, God's land. But the nations, that's the Gentiles, you know, that's the, the unclean people, the things that are out there, that's the wicked people, the, thing, the people that don't know the Lord. In other words, the people that don't know of God and don't appreciate God, they've come into the thing that belongs to God and they've defiled it. Now, um, that's actually what's going on today. Um, we, uh, we were recently talking to someone who'd, who'd moved to Rockhampton from another city, and in that city, uh, it wasn't easy to be a Christian. In that city, if you said you were a Christian, they said nasty things about you, and they wouldn't talk to you. So there were places in the world where to be a Christian is not appreciated. <laughs> And, but even in Western society, more and more in the media in different places, Christianity is mocked and God is mocked and people speak ill of God. And if you're a Christian, you're despised. And so we look at that and we say the nations have invaded God's inheritance. They're attacking the church. Christianity is a mockery to the heathen. The heathen trample on it and scorn it. So what happened here in this psalm as, a, as kind of a physical thing in Jerusalem that's what's happening in some parts of the world to, to the body of Christ. Christ's name dragged through the mud. Verse 4, it says, we have become a reproach. Well, in some parts of the world, Christ is a reproach. People mock and scorn and abuse and curse the Lord. And um, verse 10, why should the nations say, where is their God? You know, the nations, it's the Gentiles, it's the unbelievers. Um, there are plenty of non-Jewish people who've become believers. So sometimes when we figureize it, we're talking about the wicked. And so, you know, there are plenty of wicked people who mock and scorn and say, there is no God. You know, if there's a God, prove it to us. Show him, make him stand right here before me. And they say all these types of things. And um, so this psalm is a psalm of mourning, but I would like to say to you, it's also a, a call to prayer. So you can go to the Lord and you can say, Lord, these people are mocking you. Do you hear the things they say about you? Look at the state of the church. The church is broken down and despised. Lord, and you start praying for the church. Lord, build your church. Let the church be honored. Let the message of Christ have respect. So look at, let this psalm be a reminder to you of the terrible state that Christianity is perceived in by the world and then let it be a call to prayer to say, you know what, we're going to see the name of the Lord respected and pray it into, into happening. As a quick aside, in the New Testament, Jesus actually said to his disciples, he said, love one another. He says, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples. And I'd like to say, that if Israel, years ago, if they had done the things that the Lord told them to do in the law, which was be a blessing to all the nations and, and other things that he told them, that the nations would have known that the Lord was God. And if we as Christians today love one another, that's the thing that the Lord tells us to do. If we do that, the nations will know that he is the Lord. So it's not, 
We do have to go out and be witnesses and share about Christ. That's a job he's given us. But the job he gave us before that was to love one another. <laughs> We've got to get them in the right order. And when we do that, the world will believe. And they won't defy or mock or scorn the Lord. They'll come into, the, they'll come into a place of knowing the Lord if we do that. So, Father, I ask that the, that the name of the Lord would be honoured. I ask that the message of Christ would spread rapidly and be honoured. And I pray grace will be given to your people to love one another in the name of Jesus. Amen.